Welcome, Welcome to Fightconomy. Here, Here we cover everything from finance, economy, and how it affects you. Please welcome your host, Kyle Talks. Thank you, guys. What is going on? Welcome back to Fightconomy, where we talk about your finances, the economy, and everything in between, and most importantly, how it affects you. If this is your first time tuning in to Fightconomy on the Kyle Talks show, thank you so much for choosing me today. Thank you for downloading. And hey, give yourself a pat on the back because you are bettering yourself and knowing what's going on around the world, what's going on with your money and how you can better use it literally just to be a better you. This is my side piece. This is the side hustle. Uh, my main thing, what I do is called Kyle Talks, and that is a weekly, um, midweekly episode where I literally talk about society, business, and culture. I have people from different lifestyles, backgrounds come on, and we talk about it, or it's just me talking about my experiences, what I'm learning, how I'm getting better, or taking questions from you guys. How are you getting better? How can I learn from you? How can you learn from me? And the whole point of the Kyle Talk show is to create community, to create leadership, just create a place where people can learn, talk, and just be each other, no matter whatever, you, no matter what adjective. So if that's something that interests you at all, go ahead and check into my midweekly shows called Kyle Talks. They're a great time. I would love you here. But for today, we have Phyconomy. And the idea behind Phyconomy is as a business major, I just recently graduated from university, first person in my family to graduate from college. And I like talking about business, like talking about money. I work in a startup. And so I thought, I love talking about this stuff. Why not just put it on the podcast is like my second thing that I do. And boom, here we are. The whole point of this podcast is not for me to flex some fancy knowledge, to flex big words that I paid a lot of money to learn. None of that because I don't learn that way. I don't like when people say, whoa, the bipurium of this thing is quite squared. How could, how could you not know that? That's not me. I don't learn that way. I learn very simply. If you can explain it like you're in elementary school, then you understand it. And that's literally my mantra I live by. And so all that said, it's just for you to know what's going on in the world, what's going on with money, so you can better equip yourself, you can better know what's going on, and you can use your finances to the bare If this is something you do enjoy, go ahead and share the podcast. Please leave me your view down in the description if you want to support me. I do have a Patreon link down in the episode notes. And here's a little, everything that comes from Patreon goes back into the show. Thank you guys so much for supporting me. I love doing this. This is the first Phyconomy of 2023. We've got a lot of stuff to break down. Um, so yeah, let's jump into the first article. we got a lot to go through. There is rain outside. Like I said, it's raining pretty heavy right now in SoCal. So if you hear some rain in the background, consider it white noise. Consider it a part of the experience, really. But hey, let's jump into inflation. Is it getting beaten? Are we down bad? Are we still down bad in inflation in 2023? What does it look like for us in 2023? Have we officially beat inflation? Is it gone? Are the high prices gone? Well, kind of, sort of. Let's jump into the article today. Also, I forgot before we jump into the article, all the article links that I use to talk about are in the show notes below. So make sure you go and read it yourself. Disclaimer, never trust what one person says. When it comes to finances, economy, always do your own research. Look it up for yourself. Kind of take it with a grain of salt from literally me, from anyone. Always do your own research because you might see things differently. You might view something a little differently, but kind of take it and then go further with it to conclude, to come to your conclusion for yourself. You get what I'm saying here? I provide the article links in the description. So if you want to read these for yourself, which I highly encourage you to do. 
I would definitely go and do that. But let's jump into inflation. Is it beat yet? December's monthly decline in the consumer price index, the CPI, and for the uninitiated, what this, what all of the consumer price index means, how much it costs for basic goods, basic goods, milk, gas, food, that kind of stuff. Just CPI, consumer price index, how much does it cost for basic food? That's all that is. December's monthly decline in the CPI, the consumer price index, gets the Fed a step closer to beating inflation. Dean Baker, a senior economist at the Center for Economic and Policy Research, insisted that it's time for the Fed to declare victory and stop the rate hikes, stop the count. Dean Baker, I strongly disagree with you. Other economists, though, think it's unlikely the Fed will signal an easing in policy. That's kind of the key notes. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. I have some thoughts about this. Let's read the article and let's not just spew thoughts without reading the content first. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Twitter. December's monthly decline in the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, gets the Federal Reserve a step closer to beating inflation. The key inflation gauge fell 0.1% for the month of December. In line, the expectations is the biggest drop since April 2020. Yeah, that's like nothing, right? Like it's down. We take our W's where we get them, but it's still down. Though the CPI for all items is still 6.5% ahead of where it was a year ago. I'm going to read this again. So are you all hearing me? Though the CPI, the cost of basic goods, that's all that means, is still six point high, is still 6.5% ahead of where it was a year ago. It has been coming down steadily lower from its peak around 9%. And that's inflation too, is around that peak. So true, things are getting better. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, things are terrible. I don't like people like that. It's not like that. We're still kind of da- down bad though. The question now is how much more evidence policymakers will need to see before they take their foot off the brake. What that means is how long can they, before they keep increasing interest rates, can they really bring down inflation? That's all that means. If they're doing a forecast, which is what they should be doing, it strongly argues that their rate increase should be coming to an end soon, said Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's Analytics. There's more stuff. I encourage you to read the article, but for the point of this podcast, what is this article saying? Inflation fell. So December inflation numbers came out. CPI numbers came out. CPI, so the cost of basic goods fell 0.1%. But inflation is still at around 6.7% to 7%. Inflation is still high. Inflation is not anywhere near the target inflation. You want to know that. So for the also uninitiated, I like to break down things easy. Here's a, here's a quick one I've talked about before, but this is your first time here. Let me just give you a little bit of it. And how, so there's something called the Federal Reserve, the Fed, the Feds. Them people are the money managers of America. That's all it is. So the money manager of America notice inflation's going up. How do they stop everything from costing so much money? Well, they increased interest rates. What does that do? It makes money more expensive. Why? You may think money is created when it's printed, but let me give you a little sum. It's not. Money's you create it when you go into debt with a credit card, you go to school, you get a car, a business loan a loan for some mota, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, whatever, whatever you pull out a loan for. That's what it is. That's how money's created in the like US. So when money's printed, that's not when money's created. When you take out a $60,000 loan for a car that you can't afford, 
If that hurts, I'm sorry, but it is it's there. I'm just saying it. If that hurts your feelings, hey, we could talk about it. But I'm just I mean, I'm just putting it out there. If you do all that, you're putting money because you're creating money from nothing. Because you didn't have that 60k for that car. But you're saying you're taking out something saying, yeah, I can give you 60k, even though I don't have it right now. So that's for the uninitiated, that's how money works. So when inflation, like how we've been seeing it, especially in 2022, really high. The money managers of America, the Fed, they go, whoa, let's increase interest rates because when you take out that loan, you got to make payments on it. And it's going to be all that kind of stuff. So with that in mind, CPI, as we read earlier in the article, is still up six and a half percent a year ago. And inflation is around the, almost the same 6.7 percent. And the high of inflation, I don't have that number um, right here. I don't have that like website or those numbers pulled up. But take it with a grain of salt. I think that it peaked around 9% or just about like 8.6, 8.7 inflation last year. And that was around June or July of 2022. That was the peak of it. So we're definitely down, right? Like we don't, we're not the boy who cried wolf or anything like that. Things are definitely down, but prices are still expensive. Banks are still handing out incredible amount of loans. We're still reeling in from the stimulus. Would you think about that? The thousand of dollars they sent out. And then we see inflation jump up to almost 9% a year later or two years later or three years later. And it's still at six and a half percent. Is that crazy? No, we should be expecting that. What do you do with that information? What can we surmise from this? I'm glad you asked. You're a very good thinker. Inflation is starting to come down. I know. Round of applause, everyone. The people who get paid millions of dollars and trade insider secrets to become millionaires on the stock market are kind of doing their job. Maybe who knows? But with that in mind, stuff is starting to come down. Be careful, though, because we're jumping to the next article. A lot of banks are failing on certain interest payments. A lot of people aren't making interest payments. And we're going to talk about that. So there's a lot of talk about a potential recession. There's a lot of talk about wages really like drastically dropping. So with this information, be be sober in mind that, yeah, inflation is dropping, but also be aware that banks are still struggling with some payments. Companies are increasing are increasing wages, but also retail, which is a lot of our company, a lot of our workforce are laying off. We call it the January to March blues because no one gets hours, even though they're getting paid more. And we've talked about it on Fyconomy um, last year, uh, November or December, that people were getting paid more, but hours aren't as much. And inflation is still beating Inflation still beating your wage increases. So I just want to keep you guys in mind. Stuff is getting better. Yes, we are doing better, but we're not out of the mud yet. That's all that means. On to the second article today, which is also linked in the description articles down below. Global 2023 outlook is, drum roll, not promising. This is a big one. I saw this one and this is a perfect outlook to what's going on in the global economy, especially the first episode of Iconomy kind of give you a frame of mind. There's a lot to read here that I won't be reading at all. But if you're not, if you're going to read at least one article today, I definitely recommend you read this article because, like I said, there's a lot of content here that's good. There's a lot of stuff to chew on. For the sake of this podcast, I'm not going to read this whole thing to you, but I'm going to give you some keynotes. Uh, yeah, there's some crazy stuff. Let's jump into it. So the pillars of prosperity that supported 30 years of growth have crumbled. Now the world has to cope with inflation, labor shortages, and geopolitical unrest. 
in articles before, we've talked about how people are getting paid and how during the holidays, a lot of retail places hired a lot, yet we're still seeing labor shortages, yet we're still seeing unemployment pretty high. Yeah, after the shocks of 2022, a recession for the large part of the world, a recession for large parts of the world in 2023 seems like a safe bet. Although tougher to gauge and more frightening is the long-term impact of money itself being repriced and what that would do in 30 years to the global economics. In less than three years, each one of these pillars of globalization, we're talking supply chain, they're talking about labor shortages, and they're talking about investment. Those are the pillars they're talking about. These, the pillars I just explained to you, supporting pillars of globalization have been knocked away. Workers are scarce, which is interesting because if you look back a couple of Phyconomy episodes, everyone was boasting about, oh yeah, people are getting paid more. People are doing great, yet inflation was at 8%. Oh, you're getting paid what? Which I know is true because I started at Target. I don't work at Target anymore. But when I started, I was getting paid 15. When I left, I was getting paid like 16, 17 something. Now, if you just start at Target, it, you start at 16, 50 or 17 bucks. So there it is right there. People getting paid more. Not a lot, but they are getting paid more. But interesting, workers are still scarce. Unemployment numbers are still relatively high, but people are getting paid more. And a lot of those numbers from a few months ago, we're, we're talking seasonal positions that were opening for Targets, Walmarts, Dollar Trees, literally everywhere. So workers are scarce and increasingly expensive in the U.S., Europe, and the U.K. They are expensive. We just talked about that. Oil prices. You remember gas prices? They're still pretty high, even in SoCal. It's at 430 right now, but we're still seeing high oil prices in comparison to what we were before inflation hit last year. Oil prices have more than tripled since 2020, and the global cost of energy jumped 50% in 2022 alone. Think about that for a second. War has come to Europe with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Vladimir Putin, and President Xi Jinping, uh, this is the Chinese president, are openly challenging the post-Cold War order and Western liberal values. Um, in response, major vice declared on Russia's economy, and, you know, we did all the stuff with Russia. I mean, guys, we're seeing bad stuff here. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff to yield and to look at here. But I'm just going to give you the quick notes of it. And I'm going to give you my thoughts after. The most disturbing consequence of all these shocks are the return of inflation. Really? Don't say. Central banks that ignored the first ember shifted forcefully into firefighting last year. What is that? That may sound like a little weird to hear. What does that mean? Central banks said... This is what Central Bank said last year. I'm going to give you a play-by-play. Oh, yeah, y'all down bad? No problem. Here's 5Gs. We'll spread it over like a year or two, but no problem. Rent in SoCal is probably like five grand, but you're going to be all right. It's, we're good. We're good. You know, COVID, we got y'all. Stay at home, do nothing. Uh, you good. Five grand. A year later, y'all going to come to work. We got to work. Y'all going to come or you want to stay at home or what's happening? Six months later, we'll pay you more money. We really need y'all to come to work, so we'll pay y'all more money. Um, but we need these goods to be bought. Two months later, wow, everything's really expensive. Y'all y'all not buying nothing? Why? We'll pay you more. Two days later, whoa, inflation's really high. Y'all need to stop spending money. It's crazy. So that's the play-by-play. -play. Central banks ignored the first embers and shiftly forced into firefighting last year. And what did they? how did they do that? They increased interest rates. So people don't spend as much to bring um, inflation down. 
unleashing the fastest, most synchronized financial tightening of monetary policy, that's a word, in two generations. This one's a big one. This one's highlighted, so I know it's important. More than 90 central banks raised interest rates. They made money more expensive in the spring and summer of 2022, at least half of them by three quarters of percentage point in a single bound. So about every three months, they were increasing interest rates by 75%. Times 0.75 by four, times 0.75 by six, seven. That's how much our interest rates have gone up. This had an equally dramatic effect on long-term borrowing costs for businesses, consumers, and governments. Really? Making it money more expensive, making it harder to borrow money, to fuel business, to fuel paying your workforce, to, to pay your supply chains, will have a negative effect long-term when you have interest rates that are like three, four, five, six times what they've been nationally. Who would have, I'm feeling very sarcastic today. Who would have thought? Wow, who would have thought that? At the start of 2022, the yield on the 10-year benchmark government bond was around 1.5%. The market was expecting federal funds to stay below 1%, and instead it ended above 4 with 10-year 10 10 year yields being affected, blah, 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 blah. Not getting all that. So, guys, there's a lot going here. Please read the article. I'm only chunching on the big points, but the moral of the story is, 2023, the global outlook is not looking good. Banks are having shortages on interest rate payments because interest rates are so incredibly high. Look at last year alone, the Federal Reserve, the money managers of America, I'll make it very simple to understand because that's how I understand, they increased interest rates by 0.75% every, every month, just about. They didn't raise every time. But I think they raised more more times than they didn't last year, six to seven times. Seven times 0.75. That's how much interest rates went up. So your credit card banks went up, your student loans went up, your car loans went up, food groceries go up because how do people pay their supply chain? How do people pay the people that bring them the product? They put it on credit because they pay it, pay it off in a monthly period of time. So it's easier and cheaper. But when you start doing that, now everything jumps up in price, which we've seen. Like we talked about, again, oil prices have tripled since 2020, and the global cost of energy jumped up to 50%, and that was last year in 2022 alone. Oil alone. And oil affects everything. I really learned this cool story where we talked about something, stagflation. Um, I'm not going to get into stagflation, but how it started was oil went up. So it was really expensive to transfer goods across the country to different countries. So everything skyrocketed in price because you can have your goods and products, your tomatoes, your wood, your food, whatever. But if you can't, if it's too expensive to fly or drive it to get somewhere, those prices are going to go up because we use oil to transport goods everywhere. So it's a big deal. There we got war. We still have war going on in um, Ukraine, unfortunately. One of my coworkers who I work with, he lives in Ukraine. And so I get to hear about from him how it is. And it's not good. China's doing weird things like they've always done. I'm not it's like getting like political stuff. Just economically speaking, they're like challenging weird stuff. Russia is pretty much cut off from every world currency besides um, the yen or no. What's the Chinese currency? Oh my gosh, I I know it, but I can't think of it at the moment. 
It's not the yen, that's Japanese. I can't think of the Chinese currency for some reason right now. But Russia is cut off literally from every currency ever. That's not whatever the name of the Chinese. Uh, gosh, what is it? It's going to bother me. I'm not going to waste too much time on that. But yeah, uh, inflation still at 6.5% or 6.7. CPI, so the basic cost of your goods is up 6.5%. What does this look like for 2023? I'm going to give you some predictions. I think, I don't think we'll see a full-on recession. I mean, it's easy to kind of guess we'll see that. But last year, if we didn't go through a recession, I think they can delay it a little longer. I don't think we'll start seeing that stuff till maybe next year, 2024, beginning or mid next year. What I do think is going to happen, though, is we're going to be decreasing interest rates all this year and we're going to get to a point where inflation gets too low and we're going to like banks are kind of going to fail on themselves because those these payments cannot go through like i'm a 25 year old i you know i went to school for this i studied this these predictions probably won't happen but this is just me kind of digesting and eating what i think is going to happen right don't take don't think everything i'm saying is correctly but yeah the 22 outlook is not good at the moment uh stocks have not in stocks and um bonds what you what wealthy people usually hold nowhere near good right now like totally not good so it's just this whole thing the 2020 outlook is 2023 outlook is not looking good what can you do with that information try to save your money to a savings account or if you can, honestly, put your money into investments such as the SPY, the S&P 500. They'd be like, God, why would I do that? It's going to go down. Yes, but it always goes up too. And that might be a better place to earn your money because at least it will be inflation over the next two years. Maybe it won't be inflation this year, but it could be that next year. It's just better to have money there. Those are, I'm not a financial advisor though. This is not financial advice. This is something that I'm doing with my personal finances and if that's something that you might relate with, you know, there's stuff to do that. But what I can say, especially if you're on your own, doing your own thing, like a lot of people who um, listen, a lot of you guys are young adults, like my age, like 19 or 27. Um, be careful with your money. Try not to, you know, lavishly spend it on food because that's what us young adults spend our money on a lot is food. Just be careful with all that. 2023 Outlook. It is what it is, but we have a really interesting topic that I can't wait to jump in with you. And this is something that caught my eye and I had to talk about it. Here we go. Republicans to do away with income tax. You guys always know I kind of like to leave the last article of something that's still finance related, but a little more fun. This is fun. I like this. As someone who's registered independent that doesn't identify with either one of these things, Republican or Democrat, you guys have heard that before. Um, I'll leave it at that. I don't know. Maybe these Republicans are thinking are doing something right. Um, let's jump into it. House Republicans are set to vote on a bill that would abolish the IRS. Just real quick, that's not happening. And introduce a national consumption tax to replace the existing federal income tax scheme. Now, I'll tell you right now, this will not pass. There is no way. There is no way. I mean, if this is passed, if this passes somehow, hell is frozen. It's not hot anymore. It's cold. There's no way, right? The government wouldn't do away with the IRS because that's how they get paid. 
That's they come after people to make sure Uncle Sam gets his cut. There's no way. Let's continue. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy agreed to put the Fair Tax Act, that's what the act is called, on the floor as one of the member, on the floor as one of a number of confessions he made to the House Freedom Caucus members, caucus, that's weird, last week in a bid to secure the speakership. The bill was introduced by Representative Buddy Carter, Republican, Georgia, on Wednesday, and had also received the support of Republican Senatives Scott Perry, names, names, names. Co-sponsoring this Georgia-made legislation was my first act as a member of Congress and is fittingly the first bill I am introducing to the 118th Congress, said Representative Carter. Jumping into it, the Fair Tax Act seeks to upend the Inflation Reduction Act passed by Democrats during last year's Congress. Now, if you don't know what the Inflation Reduction Act is, I did a whole episode on Viconomy. It's actually incredibly relevant still, but to give you the TLDR of the Inflation Reduction Act has nothing to do with an inflation. Um, if you live in California, you get some money off of your Tesla and they're giving more money to people who help fight weather and what else and doing like socioeconomic weather stuff. Does that make sense? Sure. Are those good things? Potentially. Does that have anything to do with inflation? No. Continuing, the Inflation Reduction Act passed by Democrats during last year's Congress, a funding package within the latter would pave the way for hiring tens of thousands of new IRS. Now, this has been something that, you know what, I I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but I remember I was fortunate enough to have some Dogecoin. When I sold that, I learned a lot about the IRS. Um, when I got my first job at a startup that I now, um, that I run, when I start getting paychecks and stuff going in, when I heard that when I got that first paycheck, I learned a lot about income taxes right then and there a lot. So, you know, as someone who's gone through the tax code, I've learned a thing or two about taxes and there's a word I like to say, um, it's very popular. I call it professional thievery. What does that mean? Do you know when you go to like a football game or like a baseball game, like a professional one or college, and you go to like, hey, can I get a bottle of water to the concession stand? And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. Eight bucks. And you're like, no, nah, I think I'll just die of what I think I'll just uh, what's it called? Not starving. What's that word called? I won't starve. Maybe I'll die of thirst. Maybe I'll just go thirsty. Yeah, that's one of them situations. That is professional professional thievery because they can do it legally somehow i don't know but somehow it's legal when i got my paycheck and they took out like a size of my target paychecks don't get me wrong i'm getting paid more like i'm grateful for where i'm at i'm grateful you know for god for bringing me where i am and the work i did i'm getting definitely getting paid more but when i look at the taxes and they took out just almost as much as my target paychecks were i'm like whoa this is professional thievery and I live in SoCal. The streets are still terrible. Healthcare is still expensive. People are still hurt. Maybe if those two things would, were different, I wouldn't care about where my money's going. But there it is. Professional thievery. I think this is a great idea. I think let's abolish income tax. Let's get rid of it. The government has more than enough money through other sales tax and stuff like that. We can get rid of income tax because we're paying taxes on everything else. 
If you don't know this, here's a little fun fact for you. Every dollar that you were paid gets taxed on average about three times on various different, think about that. Every dollar you make, it's going to be taxed at least three different ways. Doesn't that depress you a little bit? Doesn't that depress you a little bit? Does that give you some sort of idea about taxes and how they're literally taking from you? Now, I'm not anti-tax. I also realize that it helps pay, you know, the billionaire Congress members who get caught insider stock trading and then don't they don't get in trouble or go to jail. Like I realize it helps them pay for their food so they can eat. I also realize it helps pay a hardworking local government people like the people in SoCal who never make sure the roads are clean. <clears throat> Excuse me. I realize it pays their food checks too. I, I get it. Trust me. I, I know. I know that I help pay for the $2,000 wine that my taxes go to for whoever the government person is. I get it. Who else would pay for their $2,000 wine? I who, Trust me. I get it. On a more serious note, I also know a lot of state and local people, like law enforcement, firefighters, that literally work 24-7. I know it helps pay their families when they're not in their home, too. So I do realize there are some good places this goes. Unfortunately, uh, even though I was saying it satirically, it's the truth. You have these congressional members of the polit- of the government, the U.S. government, who come in and their annual salaries, like 120 k and they come out multimillionaires. And Nancy Pelosi, however you feel about her, was caught stock trading and nothing happens. Insider trading and nothing happens. These people are getting million dollar offers to like do whatever they want because they have certain power. Anyways, I'm going to get on a whole thing if I continue down this path. But this is fun. I'll definitely keep you guys updated on this. I am down with the income tax. Um, on like Definitely on a more serious note, I know it does help some people. Um, especially who work for state and local governments. But unfortunately, it's not used beneficially in every state in America. Some states use do use taxes a lot better than others. California, unfortunately, is not one of those states that they use taxes correctly. Um, you actually pay a lot of taxes to live in California, and there's a lot of problems, and you never know where the money goes. So we'll see. I can tell you right now that the IRS is not going to be abolished. I will literally do something crazy, like shave my head or something, if that ever happens in my lifetime. Maybe in my grandkids or my future, my grandkids, grandkids, maybe. But in my lifetime, I don't see the IRS going anywhere. Like, that is ludicrous. But I do want to get rid of income tax. That would be nice. That's more money, literally, quite literally, for everyone. So there it is, folks. That is today's Five Economy episode. We talked about inflation how it seems to be coming down but also we talked about even the global outlook of 2023 wouldn't it be the greatest even though inflation's coming down there's so much geopolitical and world economic policies and shortages with interests that we're facing right now that it would really make look income tax look better if we didn't have it those are things we talked about what do you think do you have any thoughts what are some things that or you have more questions about? Any of those, please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Kyle the Horton. I would love to continue this conversation with you, maybe break down more stuff, what it means. Please never hesitate to reach out. If you learned anything of value today or you just were entertained, 
and or enjoyed yourself, please review my podcast on Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening on. Leave me a nice review. Put a smiley face. And I do do um, I do do <laughs> I do do uh, um, reviews on my Instagram. Like I'll share it to my uh, Twitter or my Instagram stories and I'll look at different reviews and I'll commentate on them if they're bad or good. There's been some good ones there. And also, of course, please share the episode. I'd really appreciate it. Let's educate everyone. The goal is not to flex knowledge. The goal is just to help each other out in our community. That's literally the goal of Phyconomy and everything I'm doing here and what you guys helped me do as well. Thank you guys so much. Let me remind you that you are loved and valued and blessed beyond measure more than you may even know or realize right now, but you are. And please have a great weekend. Please be safe if you're in SoCal, which most of my listeners are. It's going to be raining and thunderstorming this weekend, so let's be safe. And I can't wait to see you guys next week on Kyle Talks.